This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Tiki and Tierney back on the fan here. It's 120. Carton Roberts coming up next at 2. So, uh, I think just based on the early returns of this poll that I put up on Twitter, I think a lot of you are either less confused, uh, less, pardon me, less convinced that Rodgers will be a Jet or more confused and just completely unsure. Uh, that's the way it's trending. 47% of you say less convinced he's going to be here, and 32% of you say still not sure. So no clarity there. Just about 20% say more convinced it's going to happen. I think a lot of that also stems from some interpretations that he seems to be wanting to retire or saying that he's comfortable in retirement Mm -hmm. and can see himself not playing football for the first time since he was six years old. And I can look, he's 39 years old. He's accomplished a lot in his career. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, four-time, all that stuff. You can throw out the resume and it's what it is. And it got a little dicey at the end with Green Bay. And sometimes when that happens and you're not winning, it, you, you just don't love the game as much. So you, you could easily see how you'd fall out of love with the game and want to do something else. All right, let's get back to you in a moment. These phones are back up. Before we do that little pick tie, let's go, Dove. Thank you, sir. Uh, the suckiness of the uh, the previous pickers have infiltrated my ability to uh, decipher winners from losers all of a sudden. I've got a little chilly here, Teak. I admit it. Mm-hmm. Got to own it. Got corroded there by Hoff and uh, everybody else. Tiki and Tierney Daily Pick brought to you by Superbook Sports. Better odds, favorable prices by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem, real clothes, real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. Very yes, of course. I'm very tempted to take the Knicks. Uh, it's a little bit of a juicy number. Minus seven and a half. You know, Knicks were off last night. They are home, obviously. The Nick, the Nets played. They're a little tired, you would imagine. But I'm not going to touch that uh, as much as I, I think the Knicks will win. I just don't know if I like the 7.5. I'm going to take the over out in Boston. The Cavaliers are playing the Celtics over under 219. 
Uh, give me the over-run. They're 219. Celtics host the Cavs. Tegan's here to daily pick. And speaking of basketball, oh, Kyrie and the Mavericks have suddenly lost <laughs> four out of five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All in clutch time. Mm-hmm. They don't know who to get the shot to. That's right. It matters. Kyrie uh. took a short rim to three-point. It was ugly. Oh. Poor Kyrie. Oh. <laughs> so badly for him. No, we don't feel bad at all. Nope. Let's get back to you. Let's get uh, Max, who's in Brooklyn. Max is on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. What's going on there, Max? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Just wanted to talk Knicks for a second. Go ahead, you man. know, last summer when we were about to sign Brunson, a lot of folks in the media were clowning the Knicks, saying this doesn't make us any closer to contention. But when you look at things today, the answer to that question is an emphatic yes that the Knicks are much closer to contention. We're not quite there yet, and I will enjoy this 45-50 to 50 win roster while we have it. But when you look at the pieces we have, we are one disgruntled all-star wing player away from trading R.J. Barrett and all the picks to get that guy. Yep. And then we are truly contenders in the NBA. Uh, Max, I agree with you. You know, And what makes this really good now is that the Knicks are, are and they haven't been viewed this way for a couple of years, quite frankly, but they're no longer viewed as poisonous. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Yeah, like a non-starter. Uh, hey, you want to go to the Knicks? Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Toxic. <laughs> yeah. They just no love for the Knicks around the league. And that listen, LeBron and D-Wade and those guys, they really push that narrative. They, mm-hmm. they, they use the Knicks, Durant as well. You know, um, it's it's changing. Uh, it's because now you look at this Knicks team and they're unselfish. There's energy. The garden sounds like it hasn't sounded, you know, on a nightly basis in quite some time. So now that's appealing to a new generation of players, and it wasn't appealing to a prior, to a prior generation. Yeah, I think you're right. It, it feels as if it's not quite a destination again yet, but it does feel like it's not a. No, don't put me on that. Not an albatross. Exactly. No, it's definitely not. They've definitely changed the way they're they're perceived, for, which is great. Let's get Mike, who's in Westport, Connecticut. Mike checks in on the fan. Go ahead, Mike. How you doing, guys? Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Pleasure, Mike. How you doing, pal? Good. Good. I'm, a, I'm a diehard Giants fan my whole life, but I've, I've been listening to this Jets quarterback stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys are giving up on Zach Wilson. I, I, well, I'm not. Just, I'm the only one who's still fighting for him. I'm not. 33, his last year at BYU, he's 33 touchdowns, three interceptions. There's got to be some talent there. Yeah, no, and there's definitely talent. Think I think it's the, it's the confidence. That's what we've been talking about really for the last couple of you know months with, right. with Zach Wilson. Is that he, he doesn't feel confident in what he's doing. And when you I hesitate, you mentor. make mistakes. It's a mentor question. For instance, Daniel Jones... A year ago, everybody would say, oh, my God, this is not the quarterback of the future. We can't keep this guy. He gets the right coach, yes. right mentor, and he turns it around. Yes. And I'd say give Zach Wilson a year under Hackett and see what happens. That's kind of what I'm saying, Mike. I agree. Yep. I don't think uh, Aaron Rodgers is coming. I, I really don't. What makes you say and that, I, Mike? Well, because I think he's. First of all, I think he's a screwball. And second of all, <laughs> a little too nutty for you. Huh? Yeah, and I don't think that he his heart is in it. I, I think he's zenned out of it. You might so, be right. You might be right. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's an interesting take, and it's a good it's a good one given the sound that we heard on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. Now we heard two sounds. The one was from last year where he really felt zenned out. 
after he was on the uh, ayahuasca. And then we also heard him after coming out of the darkness where he's just saying things that are easy to interpret as him being ready to be retired. That just, that just is what it is. And if you're the Jets or any other team that's waiting around for Aaron Rodgers, there's a good chance you're going to be disappointed. And it's going to leave you just feeling, I don't know, it's desperate, especially if Derek Carr goes someplace else. No, 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 no. You know, disappointed, yeah, I'll certainly give you that. Desperate, despondent, you know, beyond um, consoling. No, you just pivot. That's why you have a plan. And if the Jets don't have a plan, then Joe Douglas is failing. Mm -hmm. I know he has a plan. They'll be disappointed, no question. I'll be disappointed. I will rally fast because I'm kind of close to my break point where yeah. I, I'm getting tired of well, this you're just, as well. You're just, ready, you're just ready to have an answer. I'm ready for resolution. I want to start building this team. Yeah. I want to start getting the energy for the season yeah. and, and not projecting the roster. The reality, like, yeah, let's go. The reality is is that most teams, not all teams, um, front offices, are at the combine. They're looking to start building rosters for next year. And if you're waiting on Aaron Rodgers to make a decision – then there's kind of, I mean, there's no way that you can go forward because you're going to give up draft picks. You know, that guy you had slotted in the third round or whatever it may be, second round, you might not be there anymore. You just, it's, you got to get your plan together. And if you're waiting on Aaron Rodgers, it's hard to get your plan together. I'm having Hoff look up the, the updated odds there for his, uh, his, his team next year. I want to see what they are if they change it all since the interview. I will get those in a minute. We got, uh, what is this, limbo driver Ed? He's on Staten Island. Eddie, what's happening? Now I'm at Newark Airport. How you guys doing today? Hey, what's up, dude? Good. All right, all righty. You know, listen, the Jets must know something. And I don't know if there's been any talks with Rodgers right now, but they, they're still waiting. So I, I don't know if they're talking or not or something's going on. That You know what? We just don't know about. We just don't know about right now. Because you know why? I mean, you need to get Carr if you're going to sign because after a while, Carr's going to say, listen, he's going to take an offer somewhere else. He's going to say, I know you don't want me. You want Rodgers. Yeah. You know, why well, I'm going to sit here wait on you guys to give me a contract. Because he can make more money by doing that. That's why. By well, waiting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's true. That That is true by waiting. But, you know, the thing is, too, what it, it's, something's going on. I, I don't know what it is with Rodgers. I don't want to give up no picks and, and delete the team. We have other issues and things like that. We got to take care of on this, on this team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I but with you. Zach Wilson, man. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll listen. Go ahead, pal. Finish up. You good? Uh, with Zach Wilson, you remember Chuck Knobloch when he couldn't he couldn't throw the first base? Of course, yeah. It was just something mental. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's where he because he can't hit a guy that's five feet in front of him. Yeah, it's perplexing. It's 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 subprofessional. It's very odd to see that. Yeah, and we know it's not. It is. It's not. It's no, no. It's it's in his mind. It's got to be because he, we know he can do it. Someone, that almost makes me feel better in a weird way. Oh, it does because it's, it's in theory is fixable. Yeah, it's it's just he's got to get it right. Now we know he's going to grind at it because that's who he is. It's always been that way. It's the translating into you know on field that's been the issue. Mm-hmm. We know he knows what he's doing at least in theory. We know he thinks he, we know what he's doing because um, he watches tape. We know he studies. I think he's a smart kid. It's just it just doesn't translate when it comes down to snapping the football and pass rush coming at you and reading what's happening in front of you. Because it's not ingrained in his muscle memory. Yeah. He's got to become yeah. reflexive. Yeah. It's got to. And that's the reps and that's the that's the organization. You know, a lot of, you'll hear this a lot and people throw it out, oh, the Jets are a bad franchise. Now, that's that's indisputable based mm-hmm. on what they've been for most of my life. I get that. But 
why I think, and I think one of the factors, forget about the Jets now, a franchise that's good versus a franchise that's not. A good franchise, and this is along the lines of what Eddie was calling about, finds a way to get enough information to help them navigate this very murky quarterback situation. Mm -hmm. A bad franchise has no intel, I mean, not a spec, and they're guessing, and they're hoping, and they're waiting on Rodgers, and they might be getting played by Rod. But good franchises figure this out. Yeah. And I really feel like, I know it sounds crazy to say it, like I feel like the Jets have transitioned or are transitioning from a bad, inept franchise to a fairly competent well, I gotta one. I got to tell you, I think this situation with Aaron Rodgers managing the Zach Wilson quarter, fire your offensive coordinator, this this situation will help determine whether or not you're right or not. Because if they get this wrong and next year turns out to be 5-12, and 12, you, you're probably going to revert back to saying, yeah, this team's just not a good organization. Yeah, that's true. So well, much of it yeah. depends on what's happening right now. But what is, if they get Carr in there 8-9, you know, based on some bad luck, yeah. based on another injury? Like, then we, would we then say that they didn't turn the corner? No. Or I, they got bad luck? I, I, I'd say bad luck. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think I, I think I would say I still believe in where this team is. Mm-hmm. It, they just got to get slightly better at certain situational moments, and they'll win those games as opposed to losing those games. Let's hit up Omar, who's out in Brooklyn on the fan. Omar, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Uh, how are you? Hey. Uh, what's up, Omar? Yeah, two things I want to say. Yes, I love my Knicks. After 90s, my, my favorite play is Pop. So after that, Camelo Anthony, the one year that when he, uh, we lost to Indiana Pacers, that was the team. But uh, this Carmelo's team, so overrated. We can discuss that anytime more. He everybody. did nothing here. Uh, yeah, but secondly, I want to say this. I'm starting to love this team so much. And you know what? I'll tell you right now. Mitch Robinson is my love. <laughs> R.J. Barrett is darling because he's my... Uh, R.J. Pay- Barrett. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brunson is my leader. Julia Sandel is the man. And uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 the sixth man of a year is my sexy oh, girlfriend. Yeah. You know, he, he's my sex. I, I love these players. All are young. Everybody's growing up together. Thibodeau, I love before that. Every time I Josh Hart, that is the man possessed. Like uh, 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 putting everything online that the way 90s Knicks were used to play. This is everything to love about this team. Every day they are growing. They are winning close games now before they were losing. They are learning how to win. Let's go. And I want today when we trash the Nets, <laughs> like I want Madison Skegada to say, Brooklyn, <laughs> where are you? Mm-hmm. Omar, let me ask you something. So yeah. you're, you're a lot of passion. So tonight, like, I'm curious, how do you watch games? You watch games by yourself? Like, uh, do you listen, watch- I, I, uh, my sons uh, come uh, and sit with me now. They are in college, so they don't see on the weekend. They come in, but uh, when it's a closed game, I tell them to go to to their room and watch themselves because I, I turned off the fourth quarter. Uh, when it is closed, I'm starting to love this thing so much. And especially that uh, uh, game, the first game that uh, they came in uh, uh, against uh, uh, after the All-Star game and uh, they were bursting. And when 102, 102, I shut off that. Uh, you, yeah, wait, I wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. 
You shut the game off before you know what happens? <laughs> yeah, I shut off what? because I was starting to love this team and I didn't want to lose that game <sighs> because I have so much energy for this whole week you that you I was pumped up for that game <laughs> and they didn't show up in the fourth quarter, uh, first quarter and the fourth quarter they tied the ball game. Nah, One right. or two, I said, this is too close. I don't want to lose this game. <laughs> if I watch it and lose it, I'm the reason I'll lose it. I uh, shut gee. it off. And All then right. the, uh, my son shouted, yeah, win! David, and then I watched the whole game. I got you. So you're a self-anointed mush is what you're saying. That's pretty much what you're telling us. Listen, Knicks is my first love. Bill I got my you. Knicks is my love. I that's love my it. team. Hey, that's it. One more. Good job, buddy. Omar, that's funny. Tells that, his kids to get lost. He shuts I, off the game. This guy sounds like a lunatic. I do, I do that with soccer, with Liverpool, where they give up a goal in, like, I don't know, five minutes, and I just turn it off. I'm like, Dude, I don't really? Wanna, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. If they if I'll get the alert and they come back and they tie it, I'll, keep, I'll go back and watch. It again. See, I don't understand that. That's right an now. interesting part of being a right fan. Because they're bad. No, right I now. get that. But that I would never think of doing that. I shut games off out of boredom, mm. and that's that's even very rare. Yeah. But like to shut a game off because I don't like the the result, the trending direction. I don't think I've ever done that once <laughs> in my life. Have huh, you ever do that? You know, Armando Benitez is getting ready to blow a game back uh-huh. in the day, and Hoff's watching, and he's on the phone. Little Hoff is yeah. watching as Mets. He's getting ready to lose one, and he wants to uh, to thwart the uh, the negative energy. He shuts the game off, hoping that that's going to mm-hmm. reverse the. If I don't watch the situation, if I don't watch, then they'll get better. What? <laughs> Who does that? I do. Well, you do, and I guess Omar does. <laughs> that's not common, is it? I don't do it for football. Interestingly, though, yeah, I don't know why. I do, huh. I'll do it for soccer. But yeah, you're also not a lifelong soccer fan. I True. think it's a little different there. True. Now you're a big soccer fan. Yes. But that's relatively new it's in your new, life, the last five, six years. Exactly. So hmm. it's not it's not something that's ingrained. Yeah, I am not living and dying by I mean, Hoff was on the phones. Hoff, you're so Omar was saying he shuts the games off. Tiki was saying Liverpool's he shuts the game off. How do you what are you? What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> well, you shutting the game off? What do you mean? Like they think that that's going to reverse the 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 negative tr- direction. The Rangers were down four to one in Let's the first game, first period against Edmonton, and they came back to win. You don't turn the game off. Yeah, yeah. that is weird. Patrick Kane trade finally got done. Let's yeah. go. He's going to debut t- tell Thursday. Us what, tell us what this means because it's it's contingent, right? The uh, compensation, the compensation is, is about whether or not they get to the Eastern Conference final. I mean, that's usually how things go. Because, yeah. again, Arizona had to be involved because they need – the way the salary cap works, how much money went around, Arizona got in there to, to, to kind of help pay the bill, flip the bill for Patrick Kane for the end of the season. So, depending on how far they go, Arizona has to pay a little bit less or more, get something back more. But, again, Patrick Kane overall, good pick. I still think that Timo Meyer was the best mm-hmm. player to be picked up in the oil. I heard you say that to CeeLo. You thought basically for all the monies that were exchanged for Kane, you could have done something else. Well, and the that, other guys they acquired too. Right, it wasn't just to. Kane. Yeah, yeah, that's it was right. Tarasenko, yeah. it was Mod. it was the defenseman. Timo Meyer is that complete player. He's a physical goal scorer, playmaker, everything and more. I understand that he's comes with he wants to sign a extension. So you're going to give up a lot to maybe not sign him. You don't want to do that. No, but that's a rental. That's not smart business. I also, but I also, but you also want to win a cup. Exactly. You yeah. give Drury a B here or a B minus. What's the grade for the? Uh... Uh, no, I still think it's closer to an A because okay. uh, mm-hmm. I think that. What lines he go on? I was going to ask you that, gonna but I don't want to pa- sound like an idiot. He's going to be with Panarin on the second line. Oh, he's going to be in line number two. Yep. Okay. And what number is he wearing? Did we know yet? Eighty-eight. Uh, definitely. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he was able to keep. He's it. not. He's not. He's keeping. Were they to retire for Lindros? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. They missed that one. How pumped were you when the Rangers got Lindros? Were you pumped? Not, as, not as pumped. Not, I, mean, I know a, everyone loved yeah. Lindros. I was not a Lindros guy. Uh, he was so banged up. So many concussions at that point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then we were not getting the uh, the top 
Eric Lundros when he came to the New York Rangers, which is a lot. Of, and again, unfortunately, we're not getting Patrick Kane at his height either. So mm-hmm. someone someone asked. Well, listen, the, the Avalanche didn't get Ray Bork at his prime when he, when he came over no, from Boston. No, but they were all, already a complete oh, no, package. They were loaded. They Joe won the Sack, Sackett, Cup. No, I know, Forsberg, dude. everybody. Yeah. I get it. Forsberg was sick. Great he, coach. Someone asked, what's the equivalent of Patrick Kane to the Yankees? Like, Hold on. Let me guess. Patrick Kane to the Yankees. I'm going to say. He's 34. I understand. Uh, I'm going to say. uh, He's better than like a Swisher type and he's older. It's not obviously not like an A Rod or a superstar because he's older, even though he's a superstar. He's an all timer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, superstar. He also won three cups. Three cups. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I said Anthony Rizzo. I thought that was a good comp. At Rizzo, Rizzo. Maybe, listen. What about can, David Justice? Worked out. Uh, yeah, but here's the thing: is like I, I put it this way: is Kane. Kane. It was an elite player, but he won championships and then came to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I mean, David Justice was he an elite player? Like I think he was pretty elite. I mean, he won one with the Braves too with the big home run. He was, but was I mean, Anthony Rizzo was a star of that Cubs team. I don't team. know that. Yeah, no, he was, but I don't know that. I don't know that Got Rizzo was discernibly better than David Justice in his prime. Justice was good, man. David Justice was a baller. Patrick Haynes, this is fourteen years. Yeah, he came up real young. You guys yeah. gonna resign him? I don't think so. I don't, it's not necessary. It's yeah. a, I, I, you can. But that's not okay. numero uno. All right. 877-337-6666. Our number, Tiki and Tierney here on The Fan. We got you till 2. So about 20 more minutes, then it's Carter Roberts coming up after us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.